Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Missoula Sentinel girls basketball coach, Tyler Hobbs. How are you doing today? I'm good, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So I guess my first question is always what gets you or what got you into coaching and who was your biggest mentor to get you into coaching? Um, it's a it's a long, convoluted uh, answer, but um, basically... Uh, I was, you know, I was in sports as a kid, like, like a lot of us uh, playing all the different sports. And, uh, you know, when I was in the eighth grade, um, I lost my mother to cancer and it was right at the beginning of uh, my eighth grade uh, AAU basketball season. And I'll never forget, um, you know, at her, at her funeral, uh, my AAU coach showed up, you know, right at the back of the church. And I remember looking back and you could see, you know, hundreds of people in this, in this church. And the only person I can really vividly remember seeing was my basketball coach. Cause for some reason it just meant a lot uh, that he cared enough to show up. Uh, and the other, the other guys that showed up were the, the high school basketball coaches for the high school that I was about to go to the following year. Um, it was, you know, it was a smaller, smaller community in Spokane. And so we all, we all, you know, somewhat knew each other. Um, but that was really cool. Um, and those guys, as you can imagine, you know, as a 14 year old losing the, uh, one of the most important people in our life, um, you know, you have a lot of questions and um, different emotions and, um, my basketball coaches, you know, I, I say saved my life because I, I, I had a lot of opportunity to make a lot of poor decisions and, uh, and I made some of them along the way. And those guys, those guys really kept me on the straight and narrow. I had a lot of conversations, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations with them. You know, they, they, they helped me, you know, grieve and, and get past it. And they helped me grow into a, you know, a responsible young adult, um, taking care of my grades, making good decisions, um, realizing that there's a lot more people counting on me, uh, you know, to, to do the right thing and to show up and be the best version of myself I could be day in and day out. Um, and so those guys had a, had a massive, massive influence on me. My football coaches were the same way, you know, um, I just had a deeper connection with my basketball coaches and, uh, still to this day, great friends of mine, um, mentors of mine. And if you want to know who my biggest mentor is, it was my high school basketball coach and coaches. And that's why, that's why, that's why I'm here today, man, is to, to, to give back, uh, if I can help, if I can help one kid. Uh, in my career, like those guys helped me, um, my, my job would be well worth it. Oh man, that's, that's an awesome story. And I'm sorry that obviously your mother is no longer with us, but it's awesome that they were able to help you through that tough time. And you are where you are now. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's been 21 years and, and, uh, since she passed and, and last year, uh, I, I, I've suppressed a lot of things um, for 20 years. And uh, last year was really the first year that I thought, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people struggling uh, with different scenarios. And, you know, uh, I've been so closed, closed off about it, but really, you know, it's a, it's an event in my life that has made me who I am and, and brought really good people uh, around me. And I'm super thankful for, for that piece of it. For sure, for sure. So, you know, you mentioned it a little bit that you also played football. 
and you have played collegiately in Montana for the Grizz. Mm-hmm. So how does your background in football help you now coaching in basketball? I get that question a lot. Um, it, it, it's funny. So I, I was always a, um, I was a diehard Hooper stuck in a football player's body. <laughs> so uh, I spent a lot of time. Uh, it's, it's by dumb luck that, uh, that I w- had the opportunity to, to play college football. Um because I was a diehard Hooper, but um, I think the biggest thing, my biggest takeaway from football is, um, is the structure and the preparation, you know, football practices are very structured with uh, you know, the different time for each period that you go into. It's very thoughtful. It's very thought out. Um, You know, you have a week to prepare for one opponent, one opponent, and you know what they're going to do. You watch the film, you study the film, and you prepare for that opponent. And so, I've taken a little bit of that um, that philosophy uh, into my into my basketball preparation. So, you know, we're very we're very detailed in in our practice planning. Uh, Everything's to the minute. We start on time. We end on time. each period goes the exact time that we have planned. Um, because if you, if you go, if you go too long in one period, then you got to give up something in, in the next period. And, you know, there's so many pieces to this game that are important that we, that we make sure that we touch on. So that one, and then, um, uh, the, the preparation side of things for sure. I think that, um, one of the things that I, that I, that I'm good at, one of my strengths is being able to watch a lot of film and, and analyze what other teams are doing because I had to do it for five years in college. You know, we watch so much film week in and week out, you know, daily, multiple times a day um, that it's just become a part of who I am. So I always feel like our kids are, are, are real prepared. Um, whether they go execute or not is, is, is a different story, but uh, they're, they're always prepared. And I think they, they go into the game pretty confident um, knowing that, knowing that we've prepared them for their opponent. For sure. So, you know, in your career as a basketball coach, you obviously coached the boys in Stevensville and then you've coached the girls at big sky and now Sentinel. What was that change like for you to co to be for coaching both? Yeah, it's, uh, it, I was really nervous at first to go to the girls side. Um, I, uh, when I first got in, when I first got into coaching, uh, right off the gridiron, I was, I was probably wired a little too tight, wound a little too tight. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, what's, how are, how are the girls going to, going to take me or how am I going to handle them? Um, but quite honestly, it's the, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I'm so glad that, that Karen Deaton reached out and, and got me on board because, uh, these, these young women are, are amazing kids. They're, they're hardworking. You can coach them. You can coach them hard. You can, you know, have, ask for a high level of accountability. Um, they, they take coaching really well. They listen. Um, they, they try and make changes. I feel like I've been really lucky with the groups I've got to work with that we haven't had drama or egos, um, you know, get in the way They're They're just, they're, they're really cool kids. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm lucky to be around them. You know, they're, uh, there's a lot of strong, powerful women in our world, my wife being one of them. Um, and I think that there's, 
a lot of these girls are going to, are going to move on and, and become leaders in whatever community they, and they end up in. For sure. So another transition you did, I know that you were coaching boys in Stevensville, but that's the A to double A jump. Mm-hmm. What difference have you seen making that jump to the double A level? Oh, I don't know, Mitch. I don't know if there's a, a ton of difference, uh, you know, on the varsity level. I think maybe uh, maybe at the, the younger levels, just because of, you know, purely numbers, you know, mm-hmm. the size of the school is bigger. So, you, you know, you might have a handful more uh, athletes at the younger level that are going to, you know, move up and, and compete for varsity spots um, or potentially, you know, a freshman or sophomore at the double A that, you know, that comes in and, you know, can contribute at the varsity level. There's maybe a little bit more of that happening at, at the double um, A level than, than the A level, but gosh, it's, it's the same game wherever you go. And, you know, the, the kids are, are asked to, a lot of them and you know the the fans are fired up and hopefully the gyms are full for sure so talking about fans and gyms being full missoula has two crosstown games that they play every year so i guess this is kind of a two-pronged question but one what are those games like and two how do they help you for the tournament uh the games are fun because they're you know they're you know rivalry games are always fun but you know i I really think it's it's more for it's more for the fans and the the student body um, and, and and the kids you know the the players to a certain extent for you know bragging rights and um, it's important because it's a game on our schedule um, it's important because it's our neighbors right here in the same community um, I don't know how much it 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 helps us for for tournament time. Um, you know, it's, it's another game on our schedule that we're trying to win, uh, just mm-hmm. like we, we do for, for every game. And, uh, you know, it, if we set our, if we set our goals to be city champs every year, if that's the benchmark, then I don't know, Mitch, the last time I checked, they weren't giving out any trophies for city champs, but you do get a pretty big one. If you, if you get first place at state. So, uh, they're, they're important. Uh, absolutely they're fun um they're fun for the fans because we see each other at the grocery store and the gas station hopefully it's some light-hearted banter and uh and not too doesn't cross the line too far because uh we're all here for for the same reason that's you know to give these kids an awesome you know experience while they're playing and hopefully win a few games along the way for sure so you mentioned that trophy at the end of the year for state and uh Last year, Sentinel finished fourth in state in a loaded Western double A. Um, so how do you take the team to the next level to hopefully hoist that championship at the end of the season? You know, I think uh, we just got to focus on the process, you know, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. Um, you know, I don't know, Mitch, how do you eat an elephant? One <laughs> bite at a time. Yeah. One bite at a time. Um, so we're, you know, we, we, we'll talk a lot about just enjoying the process, not getting too high, not getting too low. You know, it's a journey. It is a journey. It's, it's, it's very hard to go undefeated in any sport at any level. Um, you know, you can't let one loss or one setback, you know, just tarnish your, your mentality. So, you know, 
we just talk about getting better every day and coming together and being a little tighter knit, you know, with our relationships with each other on the team, um, you know, building a lot of trust. I got, I got to earn their trust. The, the good news is I know a lot of these kids cause I coached them uh, my previous stint at Sentinel when they were on JV. So I think that transition will help us. Um, but I'm playing a different role. You know, I'm the head coach. Right. I'm the one that's got to make the tough decisions. You know, the most popular coach in the state is the JV coach because they don't got to make any tough decisions, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I got to earn their trust and and let them know how much I care and that, you know, the decisions I make are, are for the benefit of the, of the entire group. And, uh, and we'll, we'll see how it shakes out, but I'm excited about it. For sure. Another aspect of high school coaching is of course, coaching the game that, you know, you have in front of you, but also helping your players hopefully get to the next level if they're able to and want to. Um, so how do you help them get to that next level? Well, I think it's about coaching the whole person, you know, uh, first and foremost, you got to take care of their grades because if they're not eligible, you know, with their academics, then uh, that, that ends things right there. Um, I went to high school with a kid that was actually, one of the best uh, triple jumpers and long jumpers in the nation. I think he had the second best um, triple jump in the nation at the time. Wow. You know, take your pick at what college you want to go to. Unfortunately, he couldn't pass class. So he didn't go to college, you know? And so that's a missed opportunity that, you know, a story that I can tell that hopefully helps these kids get that squared away. Um, you know, I think there's, I think this, you know, in today's day and age, there's so much opportunity with, uh, uh, you know, there's personal trainers. I think the, the AAU circuit is important. Um, but I think all that stuff needs to be uh, complementary, not supplementary. You know, mm -hmm. that 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 should be in addition to uh, what we're doing, you know, at the school. Uh, but the AAU circuit is important, certainly, you know, getting getting on a team and, you know, traveling the country and playing playing against uh you know, some of the best, best players, you know, in the country to get, get some notoriety, but you know, not every kid, not every kid has the, or every family has the financial capability to do that. So, right. um, you know, outside of that, we try and provide as much, as many opportunities in the, in the off season, um, as we can for, for, for those kids. And, um, you know, the, this is kind of old school, but, uh, man, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, a kid that can, that wants to go play at the next level to play some unorganized um, basketball, yeah. go down the park, go play at the, at the city league, uh, you know, go run with the, with the adults and, and just compete. Um, I'm also a big advocate for multi-sport athletes. I think that, uh, I think there's a lot of overuse injuries going on. Yeah. Um, I think kids get burnt out, uh, you know, and even, you know, you see, you're seeing more and more kids that, that stop playing, you know, a year or two into college because they're just so drained from it. Um, right. So I'm a big fan of multi-sport athletes. I think you, I think once you get into high school, if, if, if you do want to go play at the next level, you can put a, you can put a focus or a premium on, on that, that specific sport. But I think it's good to be, to continue to compete, um, in the different seasons and the different sports. And I think it's healthy and good for your body and, you know, keeps things light and fresh and fun. For sure. So in light of recruitment, how does having the Grizz right in your backyard help with not only recruitment, but also excitement for your guys's program? 
Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great to have university. It's fun to be able to go down, you know, go down on Tuesday night and watch a game. Um, the Lady Grizz coaches have been have been amazing at letting us into practice and being able to watch a little bit and and pick up some things here and there, um, which is really cool. And then, you know, of course, it's real easy for them to, you know, to come watch a game live, you know, right. that some of the other schools don't have that, uh, you know, the, the Grizz coaches don't have the opportunity to, or, you know, people outside of Bozeman don't have the opportunity to come, you know, just catch a game live. Um, so that's certainly fun. You know, when you got a kid that's getting recruited, you know, if the, if the lady Grizz have, have some interest, it's, it brings a lot of excitement if they pop into practice, as you can imagine. I can only imagine for sure. So the last aspect of this whole recruitment, I guess, battle, I don't know what to call it, but is the social media. It's absolutely exploding. You can't get rid of it. Everyone's on it. But what do you tell players as do's and don'ts in regards to social media when they're starting their recruitment journey? Well, I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking at it from, um, you know, just a, a recruitment standpoint specifically, I don't think it plays uh, too much of a factor. I mean, Twitter's big, and a lot of coaches are on Twitter, and it's easy to, you know, tweet at people and 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 get some, you know, recognition that way. Um, but it's so easy to send film to coaches these days through, you know, our our huddle software. Um, right it's it's easier than ever to to get your your film in, in in front of coaches but more so you know the big thing is that these coaches are now looking at at your social media to try and judge what kind of character you are um and i think that's the biggest piece that we have to talk to kids about is you know what does their digital footprint look like if i didn't know you never met you uh never talked to you um had no idea about you. And I pulled up you on all your social media platforms. What would I say about you? Um, and it's, it's probably never going to be real authentic or, or genuine, but you do get some judgment based off your digital footprint. So you got to be real aware of what kind of content uh, you're putting out there on the internet. Um, and so, you know, well, we have those conversations and, and it's, you know, it's something you can't get away from, but something that we have to, we have to talk about, about being aware of what you're putting out to the public. For sure. It's that giant elephant in the room. That's just not going away. That's right. That's right. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, if you could look into the future a little bit here and see where you hope Sentinel is at the end of the year with the state tournament. Where do you hope to be? Well, I think we're, I think we hope to be, well, they don't let us cut down the nets anymore, but uh, <laughs> we, we hope to be hoisting that, ho hoisting that big trophy. Um, you know, we got a long ways to go, you know, it's early. Um, we're, they're learning a lot with, with me being brand new. There's a lot of install and walkthrough and stuff. Um, so we got we got a long long ways to go and and a big journey ahead of us. But um, again, it's 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 about the it's about the process. It's about taking each day, uh, putting your best foot forward, being mentally prepared, being able to detach for a couple hours from the you know the stresses and anxiety of you know relationships and school and you know maybe family issues. Um, 
especially around the holiday time here. Right. You know, there's some, you see it every year. There's, there's some families that this is a, this is a difficult time for them because, you know, they might not have the financial capability to, you know, provide what they really want to provide for, for their children. And, um, you know, that, that's a, that's a tough deal. So, you know, just, just taking it day by day, practice by practice, uh, opponent by opponent. Um, and, and the goal is to be playing our best when our best is needed. And that's tournament time. That's uh, end of February, beginning of March. And that's where, that's where, that's where we want to peak. We want to get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Be playing our best at the end of February, beginning of March. For sure. Well, Hey, I want to thank you so much for your time today and wish you the best of luck in your first year head coach at Sentinel. All right, Mitch. Thanks for having me on, man. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your journey. Yes. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, you too. We'll see ya. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs. <laughs>